0: Adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perello and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. So we're back. The money side of mindset and money the summer series no snooze podcast no snooze show like subscribe if you haven't already uh let me disclose that this is not financial advice I'm just the quote-unquote money guy of the equation although some would argue I'm the body now after winning the bet <laughs> So today, the first episode, if you haven't listened, for the money side, we talked about keeping your overhead low, keeping your expenses low. And then the second one was uh, talking about creating income, trying to create, engage, and get a little gap so you can then go and invest. So this third episode is logically about investment. Today, I'm going to talk about something that I'm very biased about and I think is my favorite vehicle for investment, which is real estate. Uh, I... Dabbled in a bunch of things, and I definitely still do. But real estate has been my north star, and I'm gonna give you today the reasons why I love it as an investment. Uh, It's not for everybody. It's definitely more of an active investment. If you want to just have your money build in the background and build at a little slower of a pace, there are other things like stocks, uh, index funds, um, you know, savings accounts that you can try to build your wealth. I, on the other hand, am going a little more aggressive. And I like to be able to leverage my money and try to get control over a bigger asset with less money in. Uh, so that brings us to our first reason why, why I love real estate, which is leverage. And there's going to be three. I don't do like you know nine points or 24 points like my boy Dave over there. I like that he's not here that I can talk a little bit and he won't you know, put me in a headlock. Um, so the first one is leverage. So leverage the way I'm thinking about it. And I follow Alex Ramosi. If you don't go check him out, he's incredible, a lot more successful than us. Uh, He's not a billionaire yet, but he's going to be. He explains leverage is basically the, the, the uh, space between uh, how much effort you put in and then your return. And that could be on time, cash, uh, whatever you you're looking for a return on. And the way I think about it is I want to do, I want to do the same action in the future, give the same effort or less, and get more of a return, right? So if you're increasing your, uh, if you're staying at the same effort, but your return's increasing, it's going to be exponential. So that's how I see leverage. Um, So leverage is number one, and leverage comes in all forms in real estate. It comes with time, comes with money. Uh, Something, I did a thought experiment. I was big into a VTI, which is an index fund, and I was looking at how much money would I need to create $1,000 a month in uh, income. And I did some math, and it came out to like, I don't know, I, I forget what it was, somewhere between 500000 and 600000 in that account. And that's money I would have to invest and not have access to. Then I looked at real estate, and I was like, all right, how much money would I have to invest in an investment property to create cash flow of a rental of $1,000 a month? And I did some math and I did some assumptions, so it's not perfect, but it came out to like you know ten percent of a six hundred thousand dollar, whatever it is, five hundred thousand uh, dollar rental. So I could either put in six hundred thousand uh and get a thousand a month, or I could put in, you know, whatever ten percent of six hundred thousand, which is sixty thousand, sixty thousand and get so six hundred thousand versus sixty thousand. If I told you you give me and I'll give you a dollar back versus give me $6 and I'll give you a dollar back, which one would you do? Okay. That's leverage. So that is uh, what people call a cash on cash return. That is a way to evaluate leverage. And that's something why, you know, that's just cash flow. I don't want to get too in the weeds here, but real estate, you also have your mortgage gets paid down. So that's appreciation, excuse me. Uh, that's uh, equity building. Then you also have the properties hopefully adding value over the amount of years you have it, which is appreciation. In addition, typically rents will increase also. So you have all these different levers that are being pulled automatically. Okay, so that's one. Second thing is access to money. So what a lot of people don't think about and what I think about is my access to the cash that I have invested. So there's this old adage of like, or not there's this old mindset not old there's a more traditional mindset that I'm going to invest my money not touch it for 60 years and then retire or whatever not touch it till 65 then retire from the vo- viewpoint I'm looking at is I'm working hard to be able to enjoy some of the fruits of my labor while we're young while we can share it with our kids while they're younger I want able I want to be able to access my cash to a use it for Experiences, but also to reinvest in other things, right? So, with a stock, yes, you can sell it and then reinvest it somewhere else, but it's a little difficult. You got to pay taxes on it and whatnot. With real estate, my money comes in form of cash flow uh, that I can take and then turn around and go put it into the next investment property and give it a chance to compound, or use it for expenses. Uh, emergencies, things that come up. So that's one way I can access my cash uh, in real estate is the cash flow from the rental. The other way is I can borrow against my property with a home equity line of credit, which is a way to use your trapped equity, they call it. So if I have 300,000 on my mortgage and the property is worth 700, there's $400,000 worth of equity that I should have access to and can with a home equity line of credit. You have to pay interest on it, et cetera, but if there is a reason you want to use it to buy another property, to k- send your kids to college, there's ways to do it. Um, and then lastly, uh, there is uh, refinancing. So another way to do it is you can refinance uh, if the, your property appreciates, the rates make sense, and pull money out and pull more cash out. So I really like real estate because the main driver is that I want to generate cash flow that then I can use today Versus in 60 years, uh, which is fine. A lot of people are okay with the delayed gratification of it. But my thought is if I can have at least access to it, I have a little bit of a backstop versus if it's all stuck into the stock market, for example. On paper, it is uh, you're wealthy, but if the market drops tomorrow, you know, it's with real estate too but it's all trapped. You can't just pull against it. You could borrow against it. It's just a little, I, I prefer real estate because of, I think, although people think it's very illiquid, I think it's pretty liquid. Okay, so that's one. The last, so you got leverage is one. Access to your capital and liquidity is two, even though, you know, that might be counterintuitive. And then third is control. What I really like about real estate is you can't live in your stocks, you can't live in a savings account. I can live in my investment. I can repurpose it and rent it out as an Airbnb. I can have one of my kids eventually move into the property. I can improve on it, uh, You know, if I have a property that has parking or a garage that's not being used, I can then go and rent it out. If the market shifts and people really want more short-term rentals, I can adjust the control of how I market the property. People want really long term rentals. I can adjust that lever as well. So I really like that I have some control and it's a more active investment that I can at least force some income out of. Versus you can't force a stock. uh, I mean, if you have enough of the stock, you can technically force it. uh, But you can't typically force a stock to go up or down um, and pull money out immediately. Like, I just love the creativity and the uh, I think of it as the balls in my hands versus I'm trying to coach and you don't have control over your players like I have control over my real estate which then hedges my risk which it's all about risk and reward in any investment and with real estate I feel as though you can keep your risk low because you can put a smaller percentage down for a deposit for example leveraging putting down 10% you can uh You can access the money if you want, which again, limits your risk because you can at least pull some money out and reuse that cash and recycle it and get more of a return. And then lastly, control, you can adjust and pivot depending on market conditions. So for me, again, it's not financial advice. For me, the three things that I just mentioned are why I love investing in real estate. Uh, I will recommend a book as a takeaway for people. I read a book. It's called "Real Estate Investing in One House at a Time." Oh, excuse me, uh, "Building Wealth One House at a Time" is the book, and it was a life-changing book. Very basic uh, concepts, but really got me to open my eyes on what real estate could do for uh, my investment path in building wealth. And with that, go check out some real estate. Look into it. it might not be a fit for you. I really love it, and I there was some stat. Uh, there are more millionaires made for real estate than any other industry. Think about that. No Snooze Podcast signing off. Until next time. Stop snoozing, get up, and get after it. That's a great sign. You should keep that. That's another Effie in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozpodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at nosnoozpodcast.